Welcome to Opening the Door podcast. Join me as we unlock the door to our psychic and mediumship abilities. Today you'll hear a conversation I had with Emily. Emily is my aunt and we have been each other's fun spiritual buddies for quite a while now. We get into a range of different topics and tangents on this episode, but the main point that I think is so important to take with you from this episode is one, that your spirituality and your practices are completely unique to you, and two, that you can be self-psychic and use it daily in your life. You never have to start a spiritual-based business to call yourself psychic or a medium. Emily brings such wisdom and perspective to this episode, and it was so much fun to record with her in person. Enjoy. Today, we're welcoming Emily to Opening the Door podcast. Emily is a person who has prioritized healing in all its forms and has recognized and remembered some fraction of individual power, peace, and purpose to their life while in the nutrient-dense soil of shadow or in the light of life's intelligence. Welcome, Emily, to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to have you. I will say to everybody listening, Emily is a very close person in my life. She is my aunt. And she has really been with me on my spiritual journey for, like, the whole time, I would say. Like, you have been the constant person in my life that we've been able to talk about stuff. Mm -hmm. We've been able to, like, grow with each other or just, like, encourage each other, believe each other in experiences (laughs) when, like, we're never skeptical of each other, which I really, like, I just think it's so important to have people like that in your life. Mm -hmm. And one little story that I'll tell before we hop into questions for Emily is you were one of the first people who nodded and sort of encouraged that I might actually be psychic and a medium. I don't know if you remember this, but I... It's an honor to be one of those people. Yeah. Yeah, I was, we, I forget, we were, it was, this was so long ago. We were talking about Long Island Medium. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't know, I can't watch that show alone. I just feel like every time I watch it, I feel spirits all around me. And you were like, don't you think that, <laughs> like, don't you think that probably means something? Like, maybe you have these abilities. And I was like, I never thought of that. Even yeah. though I had had all these other weird experiences, I was like, huh. it was like a weird clarity moment for me. Mm. So, Aww, yeah. Well, I just want to say to you... Uh, that it's been like an honor to watch you grow. I'm gonna get oh. <laughs> We're like two minutes in, and I'm gonna cry. Just watching you do what you're doing, I feel like it's might feel a little bit of a struggle for you, but it's like watching somebody finding their dharma in real time, you know. Mm. And it's beautiful and yeah. wonderful. And I hope that like even when things are hard, you can you know. It's like a it's like an honor and an inspiration for me to watch for that for me. Well. Yeah, thank you. That's really nice of you to say. (laughs) Yeah, so needless to say, we have a cool spiritual relationship with each other where we can, like, be the in-person person. Like, we all have internet friends and stuff who can do this, but, yeah, it's cool to, like... And we always end up talking about this stuff. Like, no matter where the conversation goes, like, you know if you're in a room with me and Emily, it's probably going (laughs) to end up... We're probably going to end up talking about, like, ghosts or weird spiritual stuff or, like... Experiences. Yeah, experiences, all that stuff. So, cool. So, Emily, let's get to know you a little bit for all of our listeners. Like, let's talk about your spiritual journey. Where did this all start for you and how do you feel that you've progressed Mm -hmm. in your beliefs up to today where we're sitting I would say I think I've been meditating for 15 years probably and that would be the beginning I think of sort of developing a spiritual practice although I would call it anemic for like 10 of those years Mm. and then probably about three years ago I just actually sorry let me back up when I had my second child I just 
my anxiety and my levels of discomfort with life in general were to a point that I was not functioning um, for myself, for my children, for my loved ones. And I just had a sort of a breaking point where I, you know, I had tried medications for my mental health and nothing was working. And I just came back to meditation in that time, a regular like sort of self-disciplined practice. And at that point, you know, things just started opening it up for me more spiritually. So like just feeling more direct connection with life or spirit and just feeling like I was getting actual downloads and wisdom, not just, I would say the beginning, I'm talking too long, the beginning of No, my, you're not at all. It's the beginning perfect. of my meditation many, many years ago was sort of transcendental meditation. So just mm-hmm. silencing the mind, right? And And I loved that and I had lots of benefits in my regular life that I noticed from that. Um, but I didn't feel, I didn't connect it with a, like a spirituality mm-hmm. or a, a love coming from somewhere else to me. And so this, the re-immersion into that with a different mindset of being like, okay, I don't have to do the Zen Buddhist type of meditation. I can make this my own type of meditation and mm-hmm. I'm going to ask questions and I'm going to have emotions. And, you know, sometimes I do try to just do the quiet, the mind meditation. It's really helpful for some things, but um, what's really kept me coming back to that is the connection that I now feel through meditation. And then once once that connection was established for me, it was just like, I'm reading the books, I'm doing the this, I'm fascinated by that. And I just opened up a lot more to, you know, all the things happening in my inner world and like how, what a wealth of everything that I need and want is there that's not in the outer world for me. And that inner world is something that I just feel like everybody is seated with and nobody is without it so oh wow yeah I love that everybody has it Mm -hmm. like everybody has it in them and yeah like when you're talking about there's like for to me two different parts of meditation there's that quieting the mind and being able to listen Mm -hmm. and then with that you're able to actually receive so Mm -hmm. there's like the getting quiet just learning how to do that which obviously like we all have to work on it for our whole lives because our brains are just wired to like think all the time but so there's that and then there's the actual being able to receive and work with them meditations whether it's like a guided meditation or you're guiding yourself to meet a guide or like there's so many your mind is such a powerful place there's so many places you can go yeah I just think that's really cool and yeah like you just I mean, I feel like I saw a really cool change in you, like over those mm. times of just you opening up, like even your gardening, like everything mm. just sort of really yes. coming together. And so that is one thing that I do want to talk about okay. with this is like your gardening aspects, because you even mentioned it in your bio, soil of shadow and, you know, light of life. And yes. intelligence. So can you talk about sort of how gardening mm. opened and deepened your oh. practice? Yeah. So gardening is so talking about getting that connection for me things became clear about where I was going to learn and nature is one of those places for me and I think that's available to everyone but I think like there's different avenues of that sort of learning in different aspects of everything but gardening in particular is an area that it just it just makes me so happy and so like finding these whether it's a hobby or a whatever it is gardening for me is witnessing life and witnessing life force and just how little I actually have to do with it is what is so comforting to me. It's like I drop a seed in the soil and, you know, 50 peppers in a couple months. So what did I do? 
you know like this is evidence that there is life force moving and doing and creating more life you know and it's just like i get goosebumps thinking about it because it's so amazing just watching a seed germinate for me and that's not true for everyone is like magic yeah it's magic it's like this little and and then so what i what i feel is i learn from that on deeper levels so like you know i mean some of them are kind of cliche but like you know a specific seed is seeded to be a pepper it's seeded to be an acorn is an oak tree you know all of us are seeded to be something and i think when we connect back to everything that is available to us we can become what we're seeded to be like a rose bush is only going to be a rose bush it's meant to be a rose bush you know and that tiny little seed all that information everything it needs to know what to do is in there it just needs the conditions which for me is the condition of my mind being what it should be to become what i'm supposed to become holy shit <laughs> that is so awesome oh my gosh what a powerful thought like yeah i mean i feel like i guess i never really thought of that but it's so true like the tiny seed turns into and also i feel like that's such a good message of self-trust too like mm-hmm. you already have everything that you need inside of you to fully bloom into what you can be mm-hmm. but like yeah it's that sort of remembering understanding and putting yourself in the right yes, condition like, to be able to do that yeah so yeah. It, i like to think about words too so like in my bio thing that i had to write which was it, it's sort of like i like to say like recognizing because if you cognize it's like you re, re- like recognizing it's not um when we say remember i feel like we use that word like oh i remember mm-hmm. but it's like you're remembering something like it's already there you're just recalling it like your purpose it's all there it's just like you're remembering you're putting it back together so that you can see it mm. yeah i feel like this goes along with the word imagine like yes. you have the same you have the same like feelings about remember and recognize like those words that i have with imagine yeah. which i know i talked about in some former episodes like the way in ima- the word imagine is used in our language is mm-hmm. so different than it makes just everything it's like if somebody says that's in your imagination like they're just mean it's fake right it's like an insult yeah so it's just interesting to sort of reckon that's why i don't I actually just don't like using that word at all because i i don't know i just we gotta reclaim it yeah i guess i don't know can it be reclaimed that's a good question <laughs> it can be uh, reclaimed yeah. for you yeah that's true like yeah. I think, I mean, this is a tangent, but I think imagination is one of our most powerful tools to soothe ourselves mm. and to actually realize proper action we need to take. Like, when is the last time you sat down and just let yourself imagine exactly what you would want your life to be? And don't, no doubts, just sit there and enjoy it. Like, you know, I had a meditation a couple years ago where I just sat in my bedroom and I imagined my electric car outside and my beautiful garden and like getting this other plot of land and just like, you know it's just fun yeah regardless of whether it brings that to you or not it's it's touching back into like what you want to be and i think that that's a valuable tool to just allow yourself to sit and imagine what you want life to be if we don't do that then why do we ever expect life to be anything that we want it to be Mm. oh yeah that's true all right so note to everybody listening just take some time in your day today to just let yourself imagine do you consider yourself psychic Oh, I guess that depends on your definition of psychic. I consider myself, I feel like I have channels that are pretty clear to receive information is what I would say. To me, for me, the connotation of the word psychic means more that you're trying to use that 
gift for for the benefit of other people not just mm. yourself and so in that way i don't consider myself psychic like i don't have i have not made channels to read something for someone else i've only made channels for myself so i'm self-psychic yeah definitely <laughs> i feel like i feel like based on the answer if i were to think of you i would say yes okay like yeah, i guess yeah i, think I, think I, think I am connected yes definitely I think the word psychic, yeah, we usually see it in a business sense. Like, yes. I'm a psychic, I'm a psychic medium, come to me for a reading. But I think so many of us can, which is, like, part of the point of this episode, like, so many of us can just walk around psychic and never have somebody be pay you for a reading, yes. never pull out a tarot or oracle deck or read somebody, never pull through somebody's loved mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, at so the, some I sort of reading, the, you know? The challenge with with being if I'm going to coin the term self psychic is that you don't necessarily get validation from anyone but in some ways like for just me personally I I kind of love that because it's it's like I don't need anyone else involved here like I know the information I'm getting I know I'm not making it up you know what I mean and I don't I don't need some a lot of it sometimes if I have like weird something when you and I talk and it's yeah. like let's you know sort of figure this out which yeah. is really fun to do but like it's like just for me and that feels really like self-care that in that way so i'm not it's just like a thing i do for myself why do you think it's important for everyone to access their intuition or if we want to call it self-psychic abilities because it's how we're all meant to i think how we're all meant to live and i think that every individual has this source of it doesn't need to be wisdom or um that you can predict anything it's just a source of comfort to you in your life, a, a source of reassurance, a source of like maybe your purpose, maybe not, maybe just, you know, like you could meditate and do transcendental meditation and you'll still have a calmer mind throughout the day. You'll mm-hmm. still, even if you don't feel it's connected to anything, nothing was said to you in your meditation, you can just feel better. And I feel like, so one of the reasons I feel like really passionate about developing my personal abilities with that connection is I think there's lots of people I don't want to say that they can't be psychic like you are where you can read for people, but that maybe that's not their dharma. And But everyone's dharma is to be connected to life and to be receiving this, you know, beneficial information and comfort. And you'll just be such a happier person. I'm like forgetting the question now. because uh, Why do you think it's important for everybody to access this sort of sense or intuition? Oh, the world would be such a better place. Totally agree. And everything that you feel insecure about, you might feel less insecure about, maybe not completely, but you could come to every other person that you run into in your life with a different level of patience and compassion and um, calmness and optimism. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's something the world needs right yeah. now, for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think one thing that I don't know what's prompted this me to think of this but I was listening to a podcast this wasn't even a spiritual podcast this was like a money I like to listen to personal finance podcasts Mm -hmm. and this was like a personal finance or like you know career type podcast that I was listening to and she was talking about and I'm gonna butcher this I don't remember the exact uh you know percentages she was talking about but she was basically saying our senses can only sense like this percentage was tiny. Oh my gosh, yeah. It can only sense like this per- this small tiny percentage of of like energy around us of uh or not energy, but like physical things, things you can see, taste, smell, like mm-hmm. our general senses. And she was like there is so it was really interesting to hear. I was like, "Ooh, you're secretly spiritual." Are you mm-hmm. like when I was listening, I was like, "Oh, you have some other fun little sparkly side to you." But she was basically saying like there's so much that we could access 
through a different sense. And I'm like, mm. this is the sense, the intuitive or psychic, whatever energy flow sense, whatever you want to call it. I'm getting goosebumps. Like talking mm. about this, like we, there is something else to tap into. Yes. There's totally something else to tap into. Every single one of us can open up. Like if you want to call it your mind's eye, your third eye, whatever you want to call that. And, and start like sensing energy or, you know, receiving information differently. Mm-hmm. I really believe there's just another sense. Like, this is what we're doing. We're accessing this other sense that at some point, probably we all easily access. Yes. Like there's just something that in our human society, we grew out of trusting ourselves, listening to some other energy that we can't see because mm-hmm. like for humans, a lot of times it's like seeing is believing type thing. And yeah, I just really believe I don't even know where this came from, from what you're saying, but I really believe like we're all access, like we all need to begin to access that. I think that's what is pushing in our world right now. I think, you know, I think it's Michael Beckless says the universe is going to drag you in misery until you get up and walk with it. Ooh. So you want to be miserable and miserable until you find a way to a logistic, like a, a legitimate long-lasting way to cope with the conditions of the world right because there are tools that we have to cope with the conditions of the world yeah so i think a lot of people are very miserable because they're being called to try it differently Mm. oh yeah oh my gosh if you only listen to one thing in this episode (laughs) that's it try it differently yeah (laughs) oh my gosh i love that so much yeah so that's i think both of us are really on the same page about why like one of the reasons i started this podcast was not for other professional psychics like I love that other professional psychics get to come on and tell their story and they get to listen and like learn from everybody but one of the things I started this for was like I want everybody to know that they can also access this they don't you don't ever have to start a website or get paid to do this you can just use it in your life to be be more okay be more of yourself. Yeah. Be more of yourself. Just tune into something else. Uh, yeah. There's just, there's something more here that we can all sort of start dabbling. in. There's just... something bigger and there's something that is loving and for you. It's for you. It wants you to thrive. It wants all life to thrive and you can become a tool of it if you connect to it so that you are promoting not just your own thriving, but everybody else's too you know, peace within, peace without. So if you have peace in your heart, you're going to witness more peace. You're going to create more peace, whether you're trying to or not, just by your presence around other people. And that's another reason, like back to the other question, about like why is it important for everyone to do that? Like I feel a deep service to humanity in a lot of ways when I can walk with a friend or anyone who's struggling or any interaction with a person where I can provide something positive in their day Or just like, you know, I do think that people who have developed this, like just other people being in their presence, like, you know, when you have a spiritual person that you're just like, oh, yeah, can't wait to sit with them. Oh, yeah. They just, they lift your energy. They raise your vibration just by being in their presence. And so people who are light workers or doing this kind of stuff, it's like, it might feel selfish in moments, but you're raising the whole vibration of everything by just connecting. I have goosebumps. I love that. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, as you're talking, like, what if we all did that? Like, what mm-hmm. if we all were able to? And, like, that's what we're all trying to do, kind yeah. of. Even if you're, when you're around somebody who just makes you feel so good, and, like, makes you feel like you're vibrating higher, you need even, as the person receiving that, like, you didn't even do anything and you're vibrating yes. higher. You know? That's, like, that's yes. so cool. Yes. So, and, like, you know what? Like, I don't know. I have, I just, like, have a moment of real love. There are people on this earth who are never going to vibrate that high. Yes. 
they're not gonna that's okay. like they're not gonna do it that's their journey but like if you're here probably if you're listening to this podcast and this episode you're probably here to vibrate higher this is your invitation yes this <laughs> this is your invitation we've been inviting you all this time since august since this podcast but yes. this episode specifically <laughs> is your invitation and so i'll just share this i was doing an automatic writing exercise the other day and i was just like connecting with my higher self it was really cool it was my first time doing it mm-hmm. and i just asked like how can i better connect with spirit and one of the messages and i have really felt compelled to share this so i'm glad that i'm talking about it was the first thing that came through was beyond time which i just thought was funny mm. but also it was just show up yeah. like show and like we were talking before the episode started i've just been kind of like in a funky headspace yeah. and so it's like just getting a reminder to like show the fuck up so the is, other thing is i mean so this, good. this is a side note too but I, another really great thing that i feel like i've come to realize about meditation if you're frustrated or like there's a there's just a benefit to that kind of meditation as well like um who did who was talking about they compared it to like the agitation cycle in a in a washing machine mm. you just all the agitation all the shit is being stirred up and you can't focus and you're blah, blah, but it's like there's a purpose to it right like so yes. having a little bit of trust that there's purpose to things that are happening and and, and sort of waiting with it yeah the shit's getting stirred up for a reason yes <laughs> you're getting the agitation cycle so that you can get clean clean yeah clean oh, i don't clean. like the word clean, yeah i don't like the word clean either yeah. like so you can get clear maybe yeah, yeah clearer let's go with that the water will be clear yeah Let's talk about empathy and, and being empathic. I don't mm. know if I, some of the specific, like you might be an empath if you blah, blah, blah. Like some of them I don't really relate to. I'm mm. a very outgoing person. I really, I draw energy from being in crowds. Like I, I like mm-hmm. the buzz. Yeah. But so, but you're definitely like, I think you would probably describe yourself as an empath or at least empathic. Mm. And in other ways, I really do too. I feel for other people very deeply, mm-hmm. even when I'm watching movies or like, I don't know, maybe we all do as humans. I don't know. I'm not going to get into it very far, but how does, or can being an empath impact your daily life? So I think there's something a little bit, I don't want to use the word dangerous. That's not right. There's something a little bit to me that feels off about how much that word empath is used. And when we talk about an empath, what it means, and it, it's sort of becoming this thing where it's like, you're just so tortured. Yeah. It's, so sympathetic. it's very trendy. It's like, I'm an empath. So I, I just feel it so deeply. Which I, I feel <laughs> for people who feel really deeply, but at the same time, I think that can be a little bit of a trick of the ego mm. that you are like, Oh my gosh, I just feel so them and I'm just feeling it so much it's like what is that emotion doing to help anything Mm. and so if we can recognize someone's suffering or you see mass suffering in the world does it seem that you sitting there wringing your hands and talking to everyone till you're blue in the face about how horrible everything is does that seem like it's serving a real purpose and what is that? Per- what is it doing? What is it doing to the people you're talking to about it? Not that we shouldn't discuss issues and talk about solutions, but wringing our hands and just saying, fuck it, everything's horrible. This is not the energy that's going to help anybody. Yeah. This is not the energy that's going to solve anything. So I just think picking who we talk to and how we talk to people about this stuff is very important. And then if you do, if you do, what's the word? It's an honorable quality to feel that way and I have been in that place and it's a continual work for me to not get sucked into that sort of downheartedness about what happens to people in this world because it's horrible Mm -hmm. but if you think about what does that person actually need in that moment and what does the world need in this moment and what can I provide that people need in this moment and it's not more misery yeah (laughs) 
That is so true. Yeah. You know, what it needs is a a vision of like, this is not the world I want to live in. This is not correct. Here's the things I can do. And I really think getting really calm and meditating and not having that clinging reaction. Like if you think about like when you cry and you cry, your face is all scrunched up and your muscle. Yeah. But if you can cry and and pay attention to your energy and you don't do that or if you're exercising have you ever tried exercising really hard and then right in the middle realize that your face is squished up and then release your yeah. face just that the difference is you can feel it but you don't have to bring the angst to it and you just have to you know some of it is cues of realizing like this isn't the world we want this isn't the world we want what are we doing how are we going to change it? We can change it through uplifting, uplifting conversations with people. This does not mean not acknowledging, right? Mm-hmm. But it also means like recognizing, are we doing harm or are we doing good by how we talk about this and who we talk to about this? Like, mm-hmm. am I talking to a person that this is just going to make them so depressed? Mm-hmm. You know, they should be, things should be talked about, but just paying attention to the energy you're bringing back to when you experience that empathic feeling of like, what is that really? What is your ego doing in that moment to hold you back a little bit? Because it's like, it's not helpful. Yeah, totally. So what are some ways in your daily life that you move through heavy, Mm -hmm. heavy Mm -hmm. emotions or like there's news on the news that's really feeling heavy or personal news? Like how, what are some ways that you sort of move through that? If it's really, really strong, I will, you know, get through whatever I have to get through during the day, just with the thought that like, I'm going to sit with this later, I'm going to sit with this later, you know, like, it doesn't subside any anxiety or panic, but it's like, it feels like I have a tool. And then I think, you know, your emotions and how you respond to things are, I shouldn't say this, like, this is true for everyone. So everything I'm saying is true for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, Like, they're like a guidance system for me. And so what I know when I have feelings that I would describe as uncomfortable that I am not connected correctly in my channels because I'm taking this information and I'm letting it shrink me and I'm letting it defeat me. And so I know that there's, it's like my emotion is there because it's like, Oh, you're out of alignment. You're off here. Like, yeah, this is horrible. This is what, but like your inner peace is what you're cultivating. And it's really, I think if every human being in the world was that inner peace, I mean, so what you can do for the world, cultivate your inner peace. If you're feeling like a tiny person who's empathic and the world is just so horrible and it just feels opposite to what your surface level mind might tell you, but like taking care of yourself and developing your resiliency and your sense of peace and ability to cope is really the best thing you can do for everyone. Because then when you're in a state of peace, you can take right action. It becomes clearer and you will take the actions that are much more effective. Oh, so true. Yeah. Love, love, love. (laughs) Yeah. There's so much good advice in here. Like little nibbles, just (laughs) little breadcrumbs leading us the way. I love it. Okay. So in, in this response you just had, you talked about your own channels. It's something that you mentioned earlier in your responses to you have clear channels, the self psychic thing, which I love that phrasing. You use these channels to receive when you need to. Yeah. So can you describe what those look like to you? Like, are you visualizing open channels? How do they feel to you? How does your information, how do you receive information? Uh, I would say there's tons of different ways, but I would say initially hear audible in my head. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Yeah, no, you don't have to say that on this podcast. We're all we're all uh, hearing uh, really. Hearing so I, I remember the first time 
the very first time I felt a confident connection, I had other things too, but like, this was like so clear that I was like, <laughs> um, I was meditating and I was feeling f- fearful about the world for my children. And I was just like, had so much worry around them. It was almost like I would go downstairs and I would see them and I would get anxiety. And so I was just going, you know, talking. I just started in my head talking in my meditations, just expressing whatever was up for me. And this a very clear, and I will say it was a masculine voice. If that was just how I could receive it as more authoritarian, maybe. And it just said very clearly over on the left these are not your burdens these are your delights and i just i get emotional and it was like this is a difficult time it was the height of covid my husband's a nurse he has autoimmune issues it was a scary time and i just after that it was just that was it and i like walked downstairs and i saw my kids and they were laughing and i just was like what am i doing like we're home together yes these are they their children so joyful you know, and so that was the first time I really was like, wow, there's really something trying to help me. I got total goosebumps when you said that. Like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And so from that point on, a lot of times a voice like that, sometimes um, feminine, sometimes masculine. And I didn't spend a lot of time trying to figure out who or what they were to me. I just felt immense love. And, and then so a lot of times I hear things. And then I also see images in my mind. So so I'll see like at the same time I'm hearing something, I'll see imagery that almost like, it's kind of like nature teaching you something spiritual. It's like, it's just aiding the message. So Mm -hmm. I'm getting it in multiple ways that it really like sinks in for me. So I'll see imagery with words. And then I also have done some automatic writing, which I find like really comforting. I struggle more with that to believe it's not just me. But it's kind of fascinating if you try to do it. Like I would really say, just try to do it. And even if while you're doing it, you think you're making it up, keep going and then read it. And you'll be like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if it was you making it up, it will be probably, probably a very positive, uplifting message that you get. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other ways. Earth, the earth, that's a more recent thing for me. So actual plants and soil communicating with me, which is like my dream come true. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And and so that's uh just like hearing the earth is new for me, but that's a new oh. one. But but a lot of it a lot of the most like I would say like effective and deep impressions that don't leave me are the words and the images together. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. I like how you said they're like helpers yeah to the words. That's really yeah. cool. So you said like you don't you don't try to sort of pontificate too much on who who's coming through sort of Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts at that time at the time okay so what are your thoughts like do you do more I feel like I really connect with my guides I do a lot like a lot more guide work even than maybe higher self work I don't know Mm -hmm. that's a bad thing but I don't know do you feel more connected to life force in general guides your higher self do you or do you just are like whatever who the fuck cares which is also a fine answer (laughs) I'm fine with whoever I'll just say like if it's (laughs) <laughs> I, I that sounds weird but I feel like if it's a beneficial and it's informative I don't really care but I have had curiosity and I I don't feel that I've connected so much with like what I would call guides as much as like what I just kind of call my creatorship for some reason cool <laughs> which is just a group of beings that are all there for me and I think whoever is 
I, whoever I am best able to receive will come in in that moment and do the talking for all of them kind of thing. So I see this like huge circle of people around me sometimes. And then it's like one has their hand on my shoulder and that's the one that's talking to me in that moment. I, I also just want to say like, I'm not spoken to every time I meditate. Like, I just don't want people to think I'm just like, like every day. I can just receiving. sit down and close yeah. my eyes and Wah! yeah, that doesn't happen. It's, yes. it's like when whatever the conditions are just right and I'm still like fine tuning how I can aid in that setting up of the condition that they can come through. It's so good that you say that because when you were talking about something else, I don't know why I was thinking whenever like I have big dreams that mm -hmm. I feel like are really meaningful or just a really big meaningful exper spiritual experience. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so awesome. I feel so good about that. And then and then just thinking, these things aren't happening to us every day. No. And just like, you know, you you kind of hope so for these. powerful. Yes, yeah. They are so powerful. Yeah. And I just wanted to remind people, like, you don't need to have an insane spiritual experience every night when you wake up or every morning when you meditate or anything like that. It just doesn't have to be that way at mm -hmm. all. If you're having that, like, I would actually encourage you to ground and put mm -hmm. some boundaries up. Yeah. <laughs> Because that sounds like a lot. But yeah, like, I don't know. I just felt the need to say, just to remind people. Yeah, you don't have to receive every time. Yeah, so every single say, like, part I've, of your day. I've been meditating for 15 years. So like, I have a number of experiences. But I would say the majority of the time that direct connection is not happening. Right. You know, yes. it's like... And the other thing I wanted to say is, I think you were setting such a good example for... You can call these things whatever you want. Yeah. When you hear me talk on the podcast, I'm going to call them... I'm going to call them your guides. I'm going to call it your higher self. I'm going to call it these things because that's the way I, I'm going to call them ghosts. You know, like I, that's the way I relate to this world. Every single person relates to the world differently and you can make up your own words. Mm -hmm. You can take something that really resonates you without cultural appropriation, I will mm -hmm. say. But just, yeah, you can, your spiritual sp experience is completely your own. Nobody ever in the world, like we're all little unique snowflakes yes there's no snowflake coming down to the earth follows the same path and that's why they all look different we're all doing that we're all, none of us are on you might walk your path with people but you're never gonna be on the exact same path yes, as somebody I think, yeah like, i think every person every animal every plant is a individual unique expression of life force and so no one of us is the same no combination of two of us is the same you know it's just kind of amazing and so it's like life is trying, it's trying its hardest to express through you as you, like as specifically you, you know? That's such a, an, like, inspiring thought almost. Yeah. Like, very like uplifting. You, you one of a kind, unique person that, that all your experiences will be different. And like, I would just like to sit and talk to everyone about all their different, you yeah. know? And I, I'll just say like, I think I have guides. I think I have, I don't know, you can call them angels. I think it doesn't really matter it's what resonates like what you're saying like it's like what resonates with you and I also think it's really kind of fascinating this is also in the weeds to think about like when I receive messages if I'm attempting to connect to my higher self or I'm fascinated by that aspect in a moment and and it's just really fascinating to be like oh okay maybe I don't connect as like my higher this is my higher self because like I just haven't cultivated enough self-love to believe do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and maybe it really is my higher self and I'll, and I'll get there. Yeah. But like right now, what I can receive is like what I really want to be most comforted by, which is in that one particular story. Sometimes it's like a woman, sometimes it's androgynous, you know, like, yeah. it's just like whatever in that moment, I think spirit becomes whatever you need most. So mm -hmm. if, if, if you need most guides that are these 
you know, they're always there for you and that that's what you need. That's what you'll get. And for me, I think I don't like definitive answers. I don't want to say this is what it is. Like yeah. I just want connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also doesn't have to look the same in your mind. Like mm. at first when I was starting, I'm pretty clairvoyant. Like I see a lot, a lot of image. And at first I wanted, for some reason, this is total ego. I wanted it to look a certain way. Like mm-hmm. I wanted it to be like these beautiful messages or like these beautiful Beans. pictures or something. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes messages come came through in emojis and I hated that. It actually made me mad. I was like, ew, I don't want to look at that. Like, ew, it's so modern. Like I won't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's it, my ego was like, yes, I don't want it to look like this, but it did look like that. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what I, when I connected with my higher self, the other day I really like went up into that space and let my higher self sort of like pour into me mm-hmm. it was not bright white light yeah. and that was surprising to me and but I was like I'm just gonna let it was like silvery shimmery mm-hmm. really interesting like almost like uh like a metallic paint metallic silver paint like it was not what I expected mm-hmm. it was beautiful mm-hmm. and, and so that's just a side tangent like everybody's going to receive everybody everybody's higher self for the way you see things mm-hmm. it's all going to look different so mm-hmm. like no judging yourself on how messages come through because yeah. sometimes they might not come through the way you want them to be all flowery and pretty and blah 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 so yes like, so that's just like a total mm-hmm. side note but since we're talking about like life force and universe energy what are what's the way that you look at life force and universe energy mm. I, that's a huge question so uh, well there's a weird so uh just I'm going to go back in my life. You know, every if you were brought up with a specific religion or philosophy or whatever it is, what's the word dogma or whatever, there's some work to be done around shedding that, but also understanding what parts of it could be valuable to your practice. Um, because there are things that I can take. I did have an, a religious upbringing, but there's things I can take from that that are still good. I don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, because I do think that most, like like a seed for a plant, like everything that started had a good source to start. And so I think there's valuable information from every person, from every philosophy, from, you know, it, to teach us something. So I think life force is just, it sounds, so for me, it was really hard to still feel connected and loving while also understanding that life force is very impersonal. Mm. It's operating and it's operating, right? It's the good news is for me, it's operating to promote life and it's operating for the benefit of all living things. Um, But it's operating through channels, right? Like it's not, I think this is just what I think. And it's not a person. (laughs) It's not a man in the sky. (laughs) It's actual life force. When you watch a plant grow, like what's doing that? What is making your heart beat? What is mm-hmm. making you breathe? You know? And so it's just, it's, I just see it as like almost just like tiny little particles of air moving through everything. And like, how could you be more powerful, but also more vulnerable? And I just think that it's, it's working in whatever way it can. It's a, it's a huge question. So mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't really know. I think to say that it's impersonal sounds but Sad. like I think the thing is like but when people think of life force or God, it's like this man who's watching you and like it's not like a be I don't think. I don't believe that it's a being that is no. thinking and acting and watching you. No, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> that just never made sense to me anyway. No. So it was that was easy for me to sort of just like let But I think it's a, it's a loving, intelligent 
life force yeah that is just it's here to create and create through you and as you it's it's like it it gets to express like i think i said this like it so it's weirdly impersonal mm -hmm. but it is what is providing goodness to everyone yeah yeah and the absence of life force is what we interpret as evil or bad hmm. interesting so it's just an absence of life being able to come through the channel mm. okay yeah so like it withers it yeah. withers it gets confused it can't function properly when the channels are cut too much what are some ways that you use your intuition in your daily life oh with my emotions for sure that would be the number one thing is is instead of my emotions being um controlling me sort of really using them as intuitive guidance so feeling really angry what is this about or even in a, in a broader term, you have months or weeks of feeling just sad. Like I definitely have times where I just feel grief and I feel sad. And for me, what I've come to understand in my personal experience is that means something is up for me to heal. So, and I think that there's no coincidence that the world and individual people, um, it's like you see things in the, mi the micro and the macro happening similar things right like throughout down to the tiny thing to the big thing right now and i don't think that's a coincidence i think there's lots of things coming up that need to be transmuted and healed everywhere and and you can look at that really optimistically and so if i feel really angry at a person for something that's happened it, to me it just becomes like oh this is you know, not always, but a lot of time now, I would say, like, I get fascinated about why the anger is there instead of mad mm, at the yeah. person and tell this big story about this person is mad. I say it to my daughter all the time. She's nine. She'll say, like, my son, Everett, he ruined my, he just made me so mad. And I just say, wow, you're giving a lot of power to Everett, aren't you? You know, like, why yeah. are we doing that? Why are we giving that away? And it's just an indication. My intuition is saying something's not quite right here. Let's go sit with it. And so I'll sit with it and I'll bring up the feeling that I was having. If it's past, I'll still bring it up in my meditation. And, and you, I can say to that emotion, um, why are you here? You let it be there again, without that gripping, if you can just let it, if you can just, I just imagine it sitting in front of me, like from my head down to my waist when I'm sitting, it's all right there. And, and I can say like, there's anger here. I'm not anger. I'm not angry. There's anger here. You know, what are you doing here? You know, and a lot of times, like, if you can, it sounds maybe weird for some people, like, if you can be loving towards that emotion, if, like, you can just pretend to be, even if you can't do it. Yeah. Like, you just be like, oh, anger, I love you. Imagine wrapping it in a hug. You know, thanks for being here. Why are you here? And nine times out of ten for me, it's all of this self-protection that comes up. Well, I'm here because you aren't prepared. I'm here because, you know, he's being misogynistic. I'm here because blah, blah, blah. And it's all like good effort of your like surface mind trying to protect you on some level. Mm -hmm. And then when you can see that and you can say to it, thanks, I don't need this programming anymore. You know, I don't yeah. need this anymore. Thank you for doing your job. I understand you were working for me be on your way that's like if you can do that and if you feel any sort of relief like i like to remind myself like i just transmuted a little bit of negative energy hopefully into positive energy cool. like, sometimes i like to think that's just my job in life whether it's even mine or someone else's i'm just 
my little engine is transmuting yeah. what I can. Yep. But that into to me, that's my major use of my intuition for me is again, like being self taking care of myself. It's like these emotions are not healthy for me to stay in and experience all the time. Right. Like if, if finding a way to understand another person alleviates you from anger and I think rethinking about the word selfish. Yeah. That's just as much for you as it is for them. Forgiving a person is all about you, right? And your health, your physical health for hanging on to those emotions and your mental health. What are some of your personal spiritual practices in your daily or like weekly, monthly life? I know some of us, we all can't get to yes. daily spiritual stuff. But. It is my goal to meditate every day. It doesn't always happen. I like to just, I'm not like, um, I'm not a person that can sit down and just read a whole book. Like I, I, I don't know why, but I like to have books that I can pick up and just open and there's spiritual information, inspiration, whatever. And you know, if, I, it's like, if the kids give me five minutes, I can just sit on the couch and I can get a little, and it makes me think during the day. I think about what I read and, oh, how does that apply to my life? And then nature is a huge one. Like even when it's cold, trying to be outside with my bare feet on the dirt. Like I know that sounds maybe to someone like, well, what's that going to do? But like, you don't have to know what it's going to do, but it will benefit you. I do use crystals like that. I feel like I'm a baby in that sense. Crystal baby. Me too. Yeah. I'm kind of a crystal baby too. <laughs> I have a carnelian in my bra right now. That's no. really Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are some tips you have for people that are looking to sort of establish their own personal practices to just not come at it with any preconceived notion or judgment of what should happen for you you know like and if you can put it in the lens of I don't want to use the term self-care because I feel like that's a little bit convoluted but like self-discipline is self-love this is how you love yourself. You show up when you don't want to. You make that effort to meditate and sit, even though your mind is just distracted the entire time. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll meditate and nothing, you know, it's just all thoughts about what you need to do, blah, 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 blah. But that one second that you notice your brain doing that, that's the work. And you should be proud of that moment and forgive the rest of it and be like, oh, I noticed that my brain was on its own there without mm -hmm. me. A meditation is like the easiest, cleanest, clearest way to start. And then I would also just say the effort to be conscious throughout the day. Just conscious that you're a person and you're divinely connected. So everything you're doing, washing the dishes, you can be feeling the water, understanding what the water is doing understanding maybe you know anything that you're you know you can be present and not just get so everyone does it we just get so into life and everything else that we just like kind of it's weird it's like we're almost well not conscious I guess I would say um so just making that effort like when you wake up I'm not going to leave the house until I feel conscious today yeah. you know whatever that takes or when you come home a night before you go to bed you have a moment where you just allow yourself to think broader than the day-to-day -day things in your life. Yeah. I love that thinking broader because you can, it is so easy to forget to do that. Oh, you can like, just be in the, <laughs> the fog all day and all know? night. Like you can just be like, oh, gosh, I'm so tired. And I'm that's gonna, where like, you get depressed. Yeah. Right. Cause you're not thinking about anything other than like sort of the monotony that can happen in life. And that's the other thing is like life. It's, it just sounds like sort of naive, I'm sure to some people, but like, you can actually walk out the door and look at some grass and be fascinated and recognize life. Mm -hmm. And there's bugs in there and there's, wow, there's so much happening around and outside of me. And I'm in this little tunnel 
of like my life. Yeah. You know? Sometimes you, if I just think about the actual amount of so many people that are on this world, I'm like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on in most people's lives yeah. in this world. Like if you just think about all the life and all the life force buzzing all over the world and everybody is the hero and the main character in their own story. Yeah. It's just so, so interesting to think about. And also I love being fascinated by the smallest, tiniest thing. I know some people, yeah, like think it's naive or kind of stupid to be excited or fascinated, but I have a little... Uh, you know, sort of cut crystal thing that hangs in my window from a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And it every day at like three or four, depending on the time of year, it throws rainbows on the wall. Mm-hmm. And I know the science behind it. Like I know the reason it's happening, but just like, it well, is like is a so... daily moment of fascination. I'm and oh my gosh, this. I love it. I'm glad you're saying this because I feel like that brings back to the impersonal part of like, just life force is working through scientific law. So like, mm-hmm just because that's how it works doesn't mean it's not amazing and magical and meant for you. Like, I feel like as human beings, you'd be like, oh, well, we figured that out. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's boring. Why? Because figured you it figured out. out math. Do you think that there's not some amazing intelligence behind it? Just because you figured it out doesn't mean you own that information or you came up with it. Mm. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so true. From discussions that you and I have had in the past, obviously like we started our spiritual, we didn't start together, but we were there for each other Mm -hmm. on our, on our spiritual journeys. And we did have sort of this almost split. I felt very called after I took some classes to really start reading for people Mm -hmm. to start this podcast, just to sort of, I don't know how to explain it. Like I have always felt ever since I started this compelled to read for people Mm -hmm. and you have felt not compelled to read for people, Mm -hmm. which is, I love it. And it's awesome. So I'm wondering or like start a spiritual based business also yeah. is another way to put it. So I'm wondering like, what advice do you have for people who feel the same way as you? They don't feel compelled to read for people. They, they just know that that's not really on their path, mm-hmm. but they aren't sure where to go next in their spiritual journey or personal practice. Mm-hmm. So we're saying people who are sort of already established in a spiritual practice. Yeah. And they're, they're sort of, maybe they're, you know, they know they have, they have these channels. They're sort of, they, they feel good about where they are, but they're like, well, if I'm never going to read, what's okay. like, where do I go from here? I would say to get really intensely curious about yourself. You get really curious about why things come through the way they do. Get curious about why you react to things the way that you do, because this is like a spur to understand. The more you understand the self yourself, the more you're going to understand the divine life force, whatever you want to call it, and the more connected you're be. So like just getting it just I feel like some things that I'm saying sound kind of selfish, but like just getting really fascinated with yourself is just gonna spur on so much growth that benefits so many other people and just knowing yourself. So pay attention, you know, your partner says something and even if it's like eh and then you move on, but like why was that eh there? What was that? Yeah. What's that trying to tell me? Cause like, I think we act like, um, huge events or, or some random person walking in and doing something is like a sign or blah, blah, blah. But I think that the universe is communicating with you constantly. And I do think, I do think the majority of people, it is through your emotions and it is like your little knock of, Hey, this is something we can deal with. This is something that could improve you. This is something that could make your life better. Even though it feels bad right now, this is, we're letting you know, this is something to look at. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah, I never really thought about, like, communication through emotions, but it makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think your emotions are, they're there for you to, like, unlock things. I love it. As I said, I think it's so important. Like, well, this is the whole point, like, what we've been talking about the whole time. When you're working on your own spiritual stuff, you're connecting, you're vibrating higher, and therefore people love to be around you because you're vibrating higher, and you can help them do that. Like, Mm -hmm. there's so many things in life where if you become interested in them, the people around you who love you and who are your friends are like, oh, that's cool. Like, they learn about it too. And spiritual stuff can be a little bit different in that way where some people just aren't open to it at all, and that's fine. I think you'll find that those people still will be drawn to people who have raise their vibration they won't know why you know I, I, I was just gonna say like self another selfish thing is like I think that my spiritual sort of evolution that's ongoing has um you know I, my job or my business is not spiritual at all but it's definitely I think drawn tons of clients to me and I think they like me and they like being around me because of what I I'm vibrating at whether they can put a finger on it or not yeah Okay, well, let's talk about the word vibration for a second. I This is my own tangent. Yeah. I'm going to put it on. Like, if somebody is listening right now, because I feel like I can just hear it. Like, when I first started listening to podcasts like this and people talked about, like, high or low vibration, I was like, well, how, like, I remember Googling, mean? like, how do I even vibrate higher? And I remember reading some stuff that's like, eat eat like fresh fruits and vegetables. I'm like, how the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wanted to look at it so so spiritual and so up here and so energy vibe like Mm -hmm. I I felt almost like the only way to raise my vibration was to be in a different mental state almost Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like what are your thoughts on that how let's give people some real ways that they can actually start to vibrate well just touching on the eating the food thing I I mean I think we can talk about spirituality like if you up here but it's all it's all the same thing so the earth and your physical body the intelligence running through all of those things are part of your spirituality so what you are eating yes yes you know like it's all like what made that pepper grow and give it all those nutrients that is meant for your body Mm. you know and and your body is doing so many things it's divinely intelligent it's amazing you know and, and again, like you have very little to do with it. So vibrating. Yeah. It's kind of like a term. I feel like it, once you start using it and you're practicing, it makes sense. To yeah, you. I agree. Like it makes sense, but like, but I can yeah. understand how maybe you could be like, what does that mean? Does that mean I feel differently or, but I'll, the example is like coming to this interview, how I felt a little bit down, you know, I was really excited to come do this because I love talking about this stuff and I, I knew it was going to be uplifting, but like the place that I am, I, I think you could just call it mental health too. Like you just feel more of a clarity. You feel a calmness. You know what I mean? You you feel like you're, you're in the zone. Like that's what I would call vibrating higher. Even when you're just doing creative, not just when you're doing creative work, you can be in the zone. Like honestly, like if, if I'm doing design work and it, it's flowing, the ideas are coming. Those aren't really my ideas right? But I'm connected. I've channeled it. And so that makes it faster. I feel like time is different when you're at a higher vibration, like just things change. And, and like right now you probably have times where you are, I almost don't want to say vibrating because it's like in the way me now, but like, yeah, <laughs> where you're vibrating higher. It's just like things are working out. Mm-hmm. I'm in the flow of yeah. like where I'm meant to be, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can feel it's like moving through mud when you're not. Yeah. 
in the fertile soil of in the fertile shadow. soil yes <laughs> absolutely that's what i'm gonna when i'm in a dark place i'm gonna be like i'm in the fertile soil of a shadow yeah, yeah in terms of vibrate higher vibration i think it's like do something you're passionate about it's it's automatically going to help you vibrate higher because you're happier doing like it doesn't have to be your job but like yep. if you love to draw take 20 minutes while you're eating dinner or like just do that like tiny little amount of thing that's going to mm -hmm. give you like your life force back for mm -hmm. a little bit if you're in a, like a soul sucking job or like whatever yep. but yeah like and also i just love affirmations mm, yeah i love affirmations so even if you don't feel like you're vibrating i haven't been feeling like i'm vibrating at my highest at all recently mm -hmm. even if you're not feeling that way just holding a stone like carnelian mm -hmm. is one of the reasons i picked up carnelian was because it's kind of like meant to have that like i'm a bad bitch energy mm -hmm. so i was like okay like i kind of need that right now so <laughs> i picked one up and so get yourself a stone or whatever you want to do to focus your energy, mm -hmm. but come up with an affirmation that's easier for you to remember when you can say it has to be easy or else you're never going to fucking remember yes, it. Right. Just make it easy. Like I vibrate at my highest frequency. Boom. And just say it when you're feeling like shit and just start to start to just pull yourself out of it. Well, yes. And way. I would just say with all of the things that we're talking about, you can just feel like you're faking it when you're doing it. It doesn't have to be like, I'm having this amazing, just do it. Just go through the motions over and over. Yeah. And, show up and things will shift yeah show up for sure it's yeah. been like i think i said earlier in this episode it that has been a really big message for me lately like you you have to show up yeah nothing's gonna happen if you don't show up right you know so cool love it love it last question here emily what can listeners do today in their life to open their door to their own abilities a little bit more i would say i would say because i think if if meditation feels like too whatever try that what we were talking about earlier like sit down and just imagine yourself exactly as you want yourself to be like just have fun if you can shut off the critical part of your mind that's like this is so dumb this is never going to happen like well then just say this not i'm not trying to make something happen i'm just letting like kids sit and imagine right they draw they play games it's it is such a powerful aspect of our creative being that no very few people tap into and it, it's just healing it's just really healing and you know a lot of times if you could sit and imagine i don't know your ideal yard your ideal pet your whatever and just exactly how you want it and how wonderful it feels and like know that you deserve that just give yourself that moment of joy like you can give yourself moments of joy if you allow it Emily, thank you so much for coming to my little back room and recording this episode with me. <laughs> it's been so much fun. Is there anywhere people you can point people to to find you on the internet? I know you don't do the whole uh, spiritual-based business thing, but... Um, well, what I would say when we talk about this, are like, I am always looking for spiritual people just to connect with, have conversations with, because it's so wonderful. So I do have a gardening Instagram account that is gardening and growth. And it's, it's an open account. So you could follow me if you want to message me. I just uh, would love to feel like I had a more connected spiritual community. You know, I just think that's really valuable for everyone. So love it. And we'll link it in the show notes so people can easily find it. And watch your gardening. She puts really great captions with her gardening content that just make you like think, just think a little bit more. So yeah. I love that. Cool. Well, Emily, thank you so, so much again. For thank you. Being here. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you love the podcast and listen on Apple, please be sure to rate and leave a review. If you want more from Opening the Door, follow along on Instagram at Opening the Door Podcast. Have a question about psychic work or psychic development? Email openingthedoorpodcast at gmail.com 
and you might have your question included in one of our future Q&A episodes.